Okay, Nika, introduce Micah. Micah Roberts, the one of Mchugaji Wangu, Mchugaji Daniele, Mchugaji Stephen, Huko America, Makwanago Baptist Church. Mchugaji Wetu Ako na Watoto Kumi. Na Nika Niatisa. He's the ninth out of ten children. Now, Mimi, Nakumbuka Siku, Mika Alizaliwa. I remember the day you were born. Of all your father's children, you're the one I remember the day because it was such a special day. Nili Kua Pamoja Nam Chugaji Na Wana Youth Ya Kanisa Overnight Uko Nje Na Two o'clock in the morning. Mtu ya kanisa alikuja na alisema, Chugaji, unitaji kuenda hospitalini, bibi yako anazaliwa mtoto. Alafu nilika pamoja na wana youth na mchugaji alienda hospitalini na maika alizaliwa. Kila moja ya watoto wa mchugaji wangu. Nilishika kwa mikono yangu wakati walikuwa watoto wadogo. Na niliomba ya kwamba wataendelea kumtumikia mungu. Na kilo moja na mtumikia mungu. Na mimi na furai sana. Asante, Mike. Pia, I told them last week, they've met you before. They said, no, we've never met him before. Every once in a while, we use the choir, the Maquanago choir as a special. And so I told him, yeah, he sings at the choir. You've seen him before. So, welcome, Micah. Thank you. Now, Daniel Iata Kasi. Thank you. Karigunze. It is a blessing to be here in Gatakuyu at Trinity Baptist Church. I've seen a lot of pictures and prayed for the church here and many of you. And it's been a blessing to know the Simonsons for all my life, I guess. He knew me before I knew him. And it is a blessing to worship God here in Africa, as in Kenya, as well as serving the same God in Mkwanago, Wisconsin. Dr. Rick here helped me preach my first sermon out of the passage that I will be preaching out of today. I remember myself and two of my friends were with me and we stood up to preach and we couldn't think of anything to say when we stood up. <laughs> so I'm thankful for Dr. Rick's help in those first beginning days. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Psalm 1, Zaburi 1. 
Do you have all the verses up there? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Okay. What I would like to do, if we can, read the whole passage first. Is that good? All right. Go ahead. It's, it's, it's in there. Just go forward a bit. Keep going. There it is. Okay. Wow. Let's read it together in Swahili. Bali sheria ya Bwana ndio imtendezayo na sheria yake kuitafakari mchana na usiku naye atakuwa kama mti uliopandwa kando kando na vijito vya maji uzao matunda yake wa majira yake wala jani lake hali nyauki Nakila alitendamo litafanikiwa. Sivyo walivyo wasio haki. Hao ni kama makapi ya pepedushwayo na upepo. Kwa hiyo wasio haki. Hawata simama ukumuni. Wala wakosaji katika kusamigo la wenye haki. Kwa kuwa wana anaijua njia ya wenye haki bali njia ya wasio haki itafotea Today we will be looking at the keys to living a blessed life. Leo tutakuwa tunaangalia ufunguo wa kuishi maisha ya baraka. In order to have a life that is blessed a person must make the right choices. The Bible gives us the guidelines to have a blessed life. And when a person lives by the guidelines of God's word, we will truly have a blessed, happy, and fulfilled life. Mtu anapoishi kupatana na miongozi inayoletewa na Mungu kwa kweli atakuwa na maisha yenye baraka, furaha na uradhi. But in order to have a blessed life, you must first make the choice not to do something. You must choose not to do something. Kama unataka kuwa na maisha yenye baraka, kitu ya kwanza unafaa kuchagua kutofanya kitu. You must first of all walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. Na kwanza unafaa kusitembe katika shauri la wasio haki. Counsel is information or influence upon our lives that want that causes us to make a certain decision. Shauri ni habari ambayo mtu hutupa ili kuadhiri Whenever we hear something, whenever we see something, that is giving us information that and that information is 
making us make certain choices in our life. And ungodly counsel is anything that is contrary to God's word. Ungodly advice is anything that minimizes or lessens the authority of God's word. You might see something in God's word and someone will say, it doesn't really mean that. You might have friends that will say, come do this with me. And yet, God's word calls it a sin. We must choose not to listen to that ungodly counsel. And it is sometimes the hardest decision to make to go against maybe a friend who says, don't follow God. And counsel, counsel is given to us by many different people. There is the man, there is a king in the Old Testament, a son of Solomon, the wisest king, King Rehoboam. And in 1 Kings chapter 12, we learn about the story of King Rehoboam. King Rehoboam was the new king, and he was given advice by the old men and the young men, his friends. The people had come to the king and said, your father made our burden heavy upon us. Please make it a lighter burden. And we find in uh, chapter, uh, verse 12 of 1 Kings, 1 Kings 12, chapter, verse 12, so all the people came to King Jeroboam. And you want to read those verses? 14. 14. Okay, go back to verse 8. Sorry, no. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so Lini Wafame Wakwanza, Mwanga Kumina Bili, 
ili tuwajibu watu hawa waliosema nami wakinena utufanyie jepesi kongwa lile aliyotwika baba yako na wale vijana walikuwa pamoja naye wakamwambia wakasema uambie hivi watu wale walio kuambia wakisema baba yako alifanya zito kongwa letu bali wewe utufanyie jepesi uambie hivi kidole changu cha mwisho ni kenene kuliko kiuno cha baba yangu basi kama vile babu yangu aliyo watwika kongwa zito mimi nitaongeza kongwa lenu baba yangu aliwapiga kwa mijaledi bali mimi nitawapigeni kwa nge basi yerebu does that sound good to you yeye ni kitu nzuri ama ni is that good advice yeye ni shauri nzuri ama la Keep reading now verse 12. Akasema baba yangu aliyafanya zito kongwa lenu bali mimi nitaongeza kongwa lenu baba yangu aliwapiga kwa mijaledi bali mimi nitawapigeni kwa nge So King Rehoboam he forsook the counsel of the wise and old men that had said make the burden lighter upon the people you are ruling Mfalme Rehoboamu alikosa alikosa kufuata shauri ya wazee ambao waliwaambia usiweke mzigo kubwa kwa watu wako. King Rehoboam loved to get the loved to please men and he loved to get the praise of his friends around him. Mfalme Rehoboamu alipenda sana kupata sifa za watu, sifa za marafiki zake karibu na yeye. And instead of being willing to go against what his friends want, friends wanted, he went along with them. Padala ya kukosa kufuata marafiki zake bila walitaka, alienda tu na wao aliwafuata. And because he went against the counsel of the wise and godly counsel of the older men, na kwa sababu alikataa kufuata shauri la wazee God took the kingdom of Israel away from him. Mungu akatoa ufalme wa Israeli kutoka mfalme Rehoboamu. This is a sad illustration of what happens when we forsake the counsel of God's word and we follow our own way. Yani mfano ya huzuni kwa mtu ambaye anakataa kufuata shauri la Biblia It is important to realize that our friends seek to give us advice. There are advertisements that we see or commercials that seek to influence decisions we make. 
ama biashara kwa TV kwa mfano ambao zinataka zikuwe zina influence yani hizo uamuzi ambao tunafanya Ask yourself who is giving me counsel or advice in my life Nafaka kujiuliza ni nani ananipatia mimi ushauri katika maisha yangu Many times we do not realize it but the things that we see come across our phone screen or things on the television are influencing how we think. And entertainment such as movies or videos have a purpose behind them to influence our decisions and our thinking. Na burudani kama movie ambao tunaangalia na video zingine zikuna mpango kusukuma agenda fulani kwa vile tunafikiri na hizo uamuzi ambao tunafanya maishani mwetu. And this is this agenda that these people want to get across is an agenda that is against God and his word. Na hizo agenda sana sana katika hizo movies we must choose to not watch those movies and that media that is against God's word. There may be a post on social media and we say I cannot look at that. That is against God's word. We also not must we must stand we must walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. We must also not stand in the way of sinners. The seat of sinners, the standing in the way of sinners, is any time we are walk is standing and listening to those who give sinful advice or sinful words. Often, when we go places, we have a choice. Am I going to be in a place that is godly, or am I going to be in a place that is ungodly? So as ingine wakati tunenda enje, tunatembea, tunapaa kuchagua, kama tutenda kwa mahali ambapo ni ya haki, in the book of Proverbs, we learn about the foolish, the simple, and the scorner. We must choose not to stand in the, the presence of those who are foolish. We must also choose not to stand with those who get us away further from God. 
ya kwamba tutasimama pamoja na watu ambao wanatufanya tukue mbali na Mungu. There are certain places even here in Gatakuyu or in Thika that are wicked places and we must choose to stay away from that place of evil. Kuna mahali hapa Gatakuyu hapo Thika kila mahali mahali za uovu na tunafaa kuchagua if we want to live, have a life that is blessed by God, we must choose not to stand in those places of evil. Whether we are young or whether we are old, we must make these choices to stand in the right places stand in the places of righteousness instead the place of the sinner kama sisi ni vijana ama watu wazee sisi sote tunafaa kuchagua ya kwamba tutasimama katika mahali ya uovu lakini tutaenda na tutasimama katika mahali ya haki mahali ambapo zinafuatana na neno la Mungu it is especially hard for younger people to resist peer pressure when friends want them to do something that is not pleasing to God. Isn't it hard even sometimes when family members want you to do something that is not pleasing to God? It's hard often to say no. I will not do that. That does not please God. When you make the right choice to follow God, you though will be blessed by God. So, we learn that we must not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We must not stand in the way of sinners. Thirdly, we must choose not to sit in the seat of the scornful. The idea of sitting in the seat of the scornful has the idea of fellowship. This also has the idea of sitting in the seat of learning. We must choose not to sit in the presence of those who scorn and mock God. Many will mock godliness and living for God. We must choose not to be around those types of people who mock God and scorn the things of God. 
tunafaa kuchagua ya kwamba sisi hatutaketi pamoja na watu ambao nadharau Mungu na vitu zake you might have people that say why do you go to that church that preaches the bible and that seeks to please a holy god labda utapata watu watakauliza ni kwa nini unaenda kwa hiyo kanisa ambayo inahubiri neno la Mungu na unaenda hapo kwa nini we must choose not to sit and be in the presence of people that pull you away from god tunafaa kujagua ya kwamba tutaketi pamoja na watu ambao wanakuvuruta kutoka Mungu Psalm 119 verse 1 says blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Ndio nasema katika Zaburi 119 mstari wa kwanza hadi walio kamili njia zao waendao katika sheria ya Bwana. Those who mock God don't believe that God will bless those who walk in his word. Watu ambao nadharau Mungu wanakosa kuamini ya kwamba Mungu atabariki watu ambao wanaenda katika sheria ya Bwana. You should not be ashamed to live for God. Usione ubaya kwa kuweza kuishi kwa kumpendeza Mungu. Whether you are in school or at work, never be ashamed to live for God and be godly. Hata ukiwa kazini ama shuleni usione haya ya kuishi kwa kumpendeza Mungu aliyopo Because when you live for God you will be blessed Kwa sababu wakati wewe unaishi kwa ajili ya Mungu wewe utabarikiwa na Mungu We must choose not to do something but the second part is a positive action that you must take Tulianze na kusema kuna kitu ambacho tunakataa kufanya lakini hapa kumaliza kuna kitu tunafaa kufanya kama wakristo. Verse 2 of Psalm 1 says But his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Biblia inasema katika Zaburi mlango wa kwanza mstari wa pili bali sheria ya Bwana ndivyo mpendezayo na sheria yake huitafakari mchana na usiku We must choose to delight in God's word Tunafaa kuchagua kwa kama tutafurahi katika neno la Mungu We must take pleasure in it we must love it Tunafaa kuipenda tunafaa kufurahia Think about something that you love or enjoy Maybe it's a food or something you love to do. Kikiri sasa kuhusu kitu ambacho unapenda kufanya, labda ni chakula, unapenda kukula ama kitu fulani. One thing I enjoy is coffee. Kitu yanapenda sana ni kahawa. Good coffee in the morning makes me happy. Akianguka asubuhi akikunywa kahawa, takuwa na furaha. I love the taste, I love the flavor. Unapenda kila kitu kuhusu kahawa. And that is something I delight in. I've had some mangoes and pineapple right here from the Thika area and it is very good. You might delight in something. Maybe it is a certain sport 
you like to do or a job you love to accomplish. Our delight ought to be stronger than anything that we desire. In the morning, we must desire God's word. The psalmist said, Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. We must choose also to meditate on God's word. That means we think about it in the morning, in the evening, and during the day. Do you meditate on God's word all throughout the day? This last week, did you meditate on God's word? Did you let it influence your life? If we delight in God's word, then we will be glad to let it influence our thinking. A cow has four stomachs. And a, cha- a cow chews its cud or chews its food. It spits it back up and chews on it. In America, I have many cows. My dad has many cows. And if they aren't chewing their cud, we know something is wrong. We know that they are sick and need help. And meditating on God's word is like that cow chewing that cud over and over. It chews that cud so that it can use that energy for strength. When we don't let God's word influence our life, when we don't think upon it all throughout the day, then something is wrong. But when we are meditating on God's word and thinking about it all throughout the day, that is when God can truly bless our life. It is a choice that we must make 
to meditate and to think about it all throughout the day. Hiyo ni uamuzi ambao tunafaa kuchagua kufanya kusoma neno la Mungu alafu kuitafakari siku nzima. And when we delight in God's word and love it, it is not hard to do. Na kama tunapata furaha katika neno la Mungu kama tunaipenda hiyo mambo ya kutafakari neno la Mungu haitakuwa kitu ngumu kwa sisi kuweza kufanya. Blessed is the man who delights in the law of the Lord. Heri mtu yule ambayo anapata furaha katika neno la Mungu na anatafakari mchana na usiku. We must make that choice each and every day to read God's word. Yoni uamuzi tunafaa kuchagua kufanya la kwamba tutasoma neno la Mungu kila siku. Let me ask you a question. How many you don't need to raise your hand, but how many this past week read God's word every day? Yoni swali ambao nauliza si lazima uonye mkono juu. We must be reading God's word every day if we want to grow and know more about God. Notice what the result is when you love God's word and you meditate on God's word throughout the day. Angalia matokeo ya mtu ambaye anasoma Biblia na anaitafakari siku nzima. Verse 3 of Psalm 1 says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Mstari atatu katika Zaburi mlango wa kwanza inasema Naye atakuwa kama mti uliopandwa kando kando na vijito vya maji uzao matunda yake kwa majira yake wala jani lake halinyauki na kila alitendalo litafanikiwa Think about the river that the local river that runs through here right by Gatukuyu Tikiti kuhusu mto ambaye iko hapo chini there are huge trees that grow up by the river. They provide shade. They provide something to hold the river bank in place. They are prospering because of all the water and nutrients they get from the river. Brother Stephen here has many beautiful mango trees on his property. And they have beautiful fruit that look very juicy. And this fruit is like this fruit here. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his 
When you plant a tree, a mango tree, you want it to produce fruit. The mango fruit is not for the mango tree. The mango is for others to enjoy. And when our life is filled with God's word and filled with meditating on his word throughout the day, we will truly be blessed. We will be like that tree that bears many mangoes. Do you want to be like that tree that dies and it shrivels up and dries up? If you choose to not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you choose not to stand in the way of sinners. And you choose not to sit in the seat of the scornful. Then you will be like that tree planted by the river that brings forth much fruit. You won't have to be like that tree that shrivels up and dies. When you listen to the counsel of the ungodly and when you let sin influence into your life, you will be like the ungodly, which is like the chaff which the wind drives away. The, uh, when I was in Ethiopia for a day, I saw the farmers uh, pounding the wheat to get the fruit out of the stalk. And the good fruit, the good wheat kernels, would fall to the ground, but the chaff, the useless part, would blow away in the wind. We don't want our lives to be like that chaff that the wind drives away. We need to make sure our lives count for God. A tree that bears no fruit, we might as well cut down. There is no use for that type of tree. We need to make our lives count 
for the Lord Jesus Christ. There is a saying by uh, a missionary, and the, I think he was a missionary, but he wrote a book, and in that book he made this statement, there are two choices on the shelf. Pleasing God or pleasing self. When we choose to live for ourself, we are like that chap which the wind drives away. But when we choose to follow God's word and to read his word and to let God's word influence our life, we will be like that tree planted by the river that brings forth much fruit. The Lord knows and loves those who live for Him. Those who trust God, God sees them. God takes note and watches those people who live for him. When you choose to say no to the world and yes to God, God sees that. But those who choose not to follow God the way of the ungodly shall perish, the Bible says. The people who live for riches and fame and fortune will perish. But those who live for God will be blessed. Remember, the purpose of a tree is to give. And our lives are to be about giving. And if we aren't filling and strengthening our life with God's word, we will have nothing to give. All of us have friends. And we need to be giving to friends. If we are not living a life 
that is pleasing to God, we will not be able to give our friends things that last. Kama tunakosa kuishi maisha ambayo yanapendezwa na Mungu, hatutaweza kupeana kitu ya maana kwa marafiki zetu. When we have God and the Holy Spirit living in our lives, we can be a light to all those around us. Wakati sisi tuko na Mungu ndani yetu Roho Mtakatifu akituongoza, tunaweza kuwa nuru kwa watu wengine. When we are like that tree planted by the river of water that brings forth much fruit, people will see that person is blessed by God. Wakati sisi tutakuwa kama mti ambao umepandwa inazama tunda, hata watu wengine wataona maisha zetu wakisema kweli huyo mtu amebarikiwa na Mungu. Something is different about that person. They have joy. They are happy. They love me. They love people. Wataona ya kwamba huyo mtu ni tofauti. Hakuna furaha na wanapenda watu wengine. What is different about that person? Wataulizwa ni nini ni tofauti na huyo mtu wetu? I want to know what is different about that person. Na watu watataka kujua ni nini iko tofauti na huyo mtu. When they see that fruit on that tree, they see that person is blessed by God. Wakiona mtu ambao anazama tunda, wataona kwamba kweli huyo mtu amebarikiwa na Mungu. And we can tell them about Jesus Christ. Na itakuwa nafasi kwa sisi kuambia kuhusu Yesu Kristo. Jesus Christ is who we get our strength from to live for God. Tunapata nguvu ya kuishi kwa kumendeza Mungu kutoka Yesu Kristo mwenyewe. When we are reading about the law of the Lord the Bible, we are learning about Jesus. Wakati tunasoma kuhusu sheria ya Bwana, pia tunajifunza kuhusu Yesu Kristo. When we are meditating on God's word, we are thinking about Jesus. Wakati tunafakari neno la Mungu, pia tunafikiri kuhusu Yesu mwenyewe. Let us today choose the right choice. Kwa hivyo leo sisi sote tunapaswa kuchagua kia uamuzi kulingana na Biblia. Do you want to be someone that is blessed by God? Unataka kuwa mtu ambayo anabarikiwa na Mungu. Then we must choose not to walk in the counsel of the ungodly. We must choose not to stand in the way of sinners. We must choose not to sit in the seat of the scornful. But our delight needs to be in God's word. We must meditate on it day and night. In order to have life, in order to have a blessed life, we must first know the God of the Bible. Tukitaka kukua na maisha yenye baraka, kwanza tunafaa kujua Mungu wa Biblia. You might be here today and you are empty inside. Labda uko hapa leo na ni kama hakuna kitu ndani yako. You don't know God. Haujui Mungu. 
You are like that tree that is dried up, that is not planted by that river. And you are and you do not have answers to why you are here or the purpose of your life. You will find the purpose, though, for your life in God's Word. And God loved you so much that He sent His Son Jesus to die for you. We are sinners, and we need Jesus to save us. And that is why Jesus came to save us from our sin. Satan, our enemy, has come to seek and to destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. True life comes when we choose to give our life to Jesus Christ. And true life begins when we choose to receive Jesus Christ as our Savior. And true blessing starts when we receive Jesus who can save us from our sin and save us from the penalty of our sin. If you are here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you don't know where you will spend eternity, you need to choose to follow and obey God's word. And and God is calling you to trust Jesus Christ so that you can be saved from your sin. You cannot be like that fruitful tree planted by the river unless you first know Jesus Christ as your Savior. And Christian today, if you are not delighting in God's Word, if you are not reading it every day, and if you are not meditating on God's Word, then your life cannot be blessed. There is a quote, only what's done for Christ will last. Will you today 
delight in God's word. Then, well, as a boy, Yaleo, Tapata Furaha, Katika Neno Lamungu. The next time you're faced with the temptation to do something that is wrong, what will your decision be? Wakati Tapitia Mahali, Napata Majaribio, Yakufanya, Kitu Andani Dambi, Tapanya Nini. If you make the wrong choice, then you will be like that tree that is that will shrivel up and be useless. Kama unachagua hiyo uamuzi mbaya, utakuwa kama hiyo mti ambayo inakufa na haiko na kazi. But if you choose to obey God and say no to that temptation that Satan brings before you. Lakini kama unachagua kusema hapana kwa hiyo majaribio ambayo shetani ataleta you will be like that tree that is planted by the river of water, that is fruitful, that brings forth much fruit. The choice is yours today. Young person, the, maybe the children here today, you have a choice. Am I going to obey my parents or am I going to disobey? The choice is yours. If you choose the wrong choice, then you will be like that tree that is dried up and is useless. But if you choose the right choice, obeying and honoring your parents, you will be like that tree that is fruitful. When our delight is in God's word, obeying God will be easy. Making the right choices will be easy. Because we are trusting in God's word, not our own wisdom. Today, will you make the decision to delight in God's word? And to love it with all your heart. When you love it with all your heart, you will want to obey God. And your life will truly be blessed by God. Delighting in God's word affects every decision we make. It affects our relationships with one another. It affects how we work for our boss. It affects how we speak to one another. 
And when we let God's word change our life, that is where we will have true joy and happiness and blessing. Na wakati tunakubali neno la Mungu kubadilisha maisha yetu, tutakuwa na furaha na baraka pia. So in closing, do you delight in God's word? Are you spending time in his word every day? Are you meditating on it and thinking on it all throughout the day? If not, today, you need to make that decision to delight and meditate on God's word. This church here will be changed if we all are delighting in God's word. When the Bible is the center of our life, and our family, our families will be changed. All the people here in Gatsukuyu need to see that the people that go to Gatsukuyu, the church here, Trinity Baptist Church, that something is different about their lives. And that is what happens when we delight and meditate on God's word. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for the word of God. Help us to meditate on it all the day long. Help us to delight and love your word. Help us to love it more than anything else in our life. We want our lives to be fruitful. So that others can see the difference that Jesus makes in our life. I pray for anyone here that does not know Jesus Christ as their Savior. That today they would meet they're the greatest friend that they can have. So that they can have a truly blessed life. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.